0: Welcome everybody to this, uh, this live discussion here with um, Sean Daly. He is the founder of the London Irish Construction Network. It's a phenomenal um, network uh, organization. It's got over 300 companies as part of this membership um, and part of the network and has over 600 members. Um, he's also the founder of AIS Electrical and Security and just all around a really good guy. He's from Ireland, as you probably hear from his accent, and, uh, and I've got Irish heritage, so we get along like a house on fire. So welcome today, Sean. Thank you very much, Michael. So tell us a little bit about the London <coughs> Irish
1: Construction Network. Um, like you said, I'm one of the founding members. There's three yep. other guys. We, I suppose it all started 10 years ago, mm-hmm. when we used to all commute from Ireland to the London doing business. Right. So going home on a Friday evening, at the airport too early, having a few beers as you do, yeah. get chatting. So we figured out that that's, we could introduce each other to customers and we got a bit of business out of it. Fantastic. And we were saying, God, this is a great idea. So the, the, the four became 10, yeah. the 10 became 20. When it got to 30, we kind of knew we had something. Mm-hmm. So we decided to get a bit serious. Yeah. So we used to meet in the pub on a Wednesday night. And have some chicken sandwiches and some pats. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> so that was getting serious. As you do. So the, the 30 continued to grow. And, and when it became kind of 80, 90, we made it an official network. Right. We launched the network. And I suppose it's continued to grow year on year. We now have 300 corporate members. Yep. And all those corporations have could be a one-man band with a, a business mm-hmm. up to... Big huge companies like Galliard Homes who are corporate members, oh, nice. and then we have six hundred individuals who are members.
0: Brilliant! And you were founded in two thousand and nine. Yeah, is that correct? So, in a ten-year period, <clears throat> how have you grown from you guys having chicken sandwiches in the pub, yeah, all the way across to so many members, all the way from you know uh, smaller businesses all the way up to bigger businesses. How did how did that? What's this been the secret weapon of ten years? worth of growth for that for that network body
1: I suppose there's no one secret weapon I think it's a combination of lots of little things and I think one of them was was as simple as we were in the right place at the right time and there was Mm -hmm. a need for networking in construction as well as that we we had a very clear vision in that we wanted our network to be a network based on networking Mm -hmm. so even though we hold events the focus of the whole thing is networking Mm-hmm. Because we, we understand that people buy off of people. Mm-hmm. In London, your business is built on relationships. Yeah. So we want to foster those relationships. Mm-hmm. So every every event we've ever had, we tell people, you know, come in, and it's a lovely venue, come to the venue, see the venue. We have a great speaker, enjoy the speaker, yeah. but you're here to network. Right. You need to get around that room, you need to get to everybody. And, and people that attend it continuously build a core of friends and family mm-hmm. and... Yeah. and just relationships mm-hmm. that has led to business fantastic so in our in our discussion
0: prior to to starting our recording mm-hmm. you were saying about different things you would do at the event to make sure that people actually network because i've done a lot of networking yeah. been to a lot of networking events and if i'm honest i'm not a big fan of them yeah um but that's because the events i've gone to previously that's why i prefer digital but Obviously, I'm definitely go to one of your events because they sound like they're fantastic. And it was actually somebody else in my network that referred me across to how great you do your networking events. Right. How do you get people, number one, to that event mm-hmm. that's going to be valuable to the rest of the network? And then when they're at that event, how do you get them to speak to each other? Like, How do you get both new visitors and existing members, how do you get them to engage in a way that makes the whole experience productive?
1: Yeah, I suppose what we have found is that Good venues and good speakers draw a certain element of people. But at this stage, our our network is so big and so well-known that people come because they know what the network is. Mm -hmm. But once the speaking is finished, we really focus people and say, listen, concentrate here. You're here to network. The networking is a huge part of our event. We have a little motto that we tell them every time. Meet, greet, and move on. So, your your purpose is if we we're at an event with two hundred people. Yeah. Your measure of success is going home with one hundred and ninety nine business cards, yeah. and knowing that twenty of them are people you need to talk to immediately because there's a business relationship there. Mm. So we encourage people. <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. If you if you're in the room and there's a bunch of ten people over there having a chat. Yeah. Feel totally free to walk over, mm-hmm. stand in the middle of them, and tell them what you do. Right. Because mm-hmm. they expect it. It's part of our culture. It's part of the network.
0: And that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Because I've been to a lot of networking events where that hasn't been encouraged. You know, there's been things said like, you know, go around and talk to people, <clears> but <throat> don't do any selling and all this good stuff. And it's like, well, yeah. naturally you're not going to sell. You know, if you want to like engage with somebody correctly, you're probably going to speak to them, get the conversation started, and then everything else from that point will be natural. Absolutely. And uh, no, so it's a fantastic way to encourage uh, the group and to to engage and get those those uh, those those new connections. Um how do you go about referrals because we we were discussing referrals earlier and you were saying about how okay we're getting people to this event yeah. and we're getting them talking to each other mm-hmm. but how do you then tap into each other's network because that's obviously how you've grown from 1 to 2 to 3 to 4 to 5 and the chicken sandwiches have turned into um they've turned into venues and speakers and all sorts of great stuff. Absolutely.
1: How do you how do you encourage that culture within your network? I suppose most of our members come to regular events. Right. So it's not just showing up the first day, meeting somebody, and getting business. Mm-hmm. It's about showing up maybe four or five times, meeting them. You mm-hmm. get to know them, you know their personality. Mm-hmm. You discover what friends you have in common, what business acquaintances you have in common. Yeah. So by four or five events, I know you pretty well. Yeah. And I'm confident enough that I can refer you because I know the kind of person you are, the mm-hmm. kind of business you run. I'll know, know other people at the event that have used your services, I'll hear about you. Mm-hmm. So it's a confident referral that right. you're sure you're, you're refer, referring somebody good and mm-hmm. of quality.
0: Mm-hmm. And that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah. That's, that's yeah. human nature, isn't it? Human Completely. nature is, you know, you don't really want to pass a referral to somebody that is essentially going to cock it up. Completely. So you've got to build that rapport, you've got to build that trust, you've got to build that respect. And off the back of that, naturally... Uh, you can hand across your sort of your baby, which is the referral, to that person, and then they can hopefully touch wood, do a fantastic job
1: on it. Exactly, and, and you know your referral is good because you know the person, you know mm-hmm. the background, you know everything. Yeah. So it's good.
0: So obviously obviously, you've seen all the different angles of it done well, mm-hmm. and it done wrong, and the ele- the events and the locations and the speakers. If you're going to get a good speaker at an event, what do you quantify as a good speaker? As in, what, what does... What does your network or what is a solid network that's you know referring to uh, refer giving referrals to each other and supporting each other what does a good speaker do at that event
1: to draw more people in i suppose a good speaker is somebody with a, with a high public profile that people want to see right. and the the more rare their speaking activities the more attractive it is because okay. people come to see them so we also because we're in the world of construction yeah the heads of construction companies that you can get to meet at regular events that you yeah. can't pick up the phone and call yeah. that will come and speak to our group mm-hmm. because it's so rare to speak it's a novelty
0: right yeah it makes a lot of sense so you're not yeah. like you're not getting speakers that are on a circuit no and going around in the same old speech 55 Absolutely times not. yeah no. so you that's a very very smart way to do it because exclusivity everybody Absolutely. wants to be a part of something and they they want to be involved and then your events are obviously a mirror image of those speakers as well because you're getting these high quality speakers in but then you're also doing it in, doing your events in some pretty interesting locations aren't you
1: absolutely past events wouldn't we have a, an annual event in the house of commons right every yes. kind of april may time frame so right. it's a huge event we we have a capacity there i think of 250 it's sold out probably a month before the event every year right um we had an event last month in the irish embassy here in london oh, fantastic. again we had 250 capacity sold out yeah so most of our big events just get booked out. And what we're limited by is capacity. Hmm. That's
0: a great problem to have. Brilliant problem. It shows the demand. It shows the quality. And obviously people are getting what they want out of it. Absolutely. Otherwise they wouldn't keep coming back.
1: Absolutely. And we're look, looking forward to the day we need to book the O two 2 for a day. Not a <laughs> problem, O2, but we're looking forward to or it. Or a football stadium. That's, that's, or, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's, that's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. I mean... the. I mean, 10 years you've been going yeah. and there's been all this growth and it's got such a, a fantastic reputation now and it's drawn people in and obviously two becomes four, four becomes eight, eight becomes eight. It's sort of exponentially growing now and now you've got that other problem where you know, you're know, you growing, you've got to find bigger venues, which is a fantastic problem to have. Yeah. But if you've been going for 10 years now and I'm sure you've seen all the different variations of that learning curve, the highs, mm-hmm. the lows, the ups, the downs, if you were to meet, if you were to have a time machine and go back in time ten years to speak to yourself back in that original pub with that original group, and sit down at that table and enjoy that chicken sandwich, what would that discussion look like? What would be the advice? What would be the wisdom? What would be the, the top pointers you would give that group and your young your younger self? What would be those key elements to to encourage what's been achieved
1: today? I think it's all about relationships. Right. I think people buy off people. The more, if you can find some venue or or way of meeting people on a regular basis, mm. that have potential to give you business, mm-hmm. business will come. Yeah. So it's it's I suppose we would have, tried to grow it faster earlier, but but, right. it just took time for us organically. Yeah. And and we along the way we brought on some corporate sponsors, okay. which were a huge advantage to us. Right. We have Evans Mokler, which are an accounting firm. Right. We have Galliard Homes. Mm-hmm. and we have Ardentide which are a payments firm so there are three corporate sponsors fantastic. bringing those guys on board really made it happen for us yeah. it gave us the flexibility of getting more people in, bigger names in, bigger venues yeah. so we owe big thanks to those guys
0: fantastic so you would, you would get sponsors earlier on Yeah. you would also um, just help build those relationships quicker Maybe Absolutely. invite more people. Um, is there anything else that you would maybe do? Maybe with is there anything technology based? Is there anything? Um, is there anything else that you would have done with all this knowledge back in the early days? If you were to re- if you were to reset the clock and start now, is there anything else you would you would do or encourage um, on top of those
1: relationships? I suppose the, the other three directors yeah. and myself. So you've got Khan, Frank, and Niall, and myself. Okay. We're all of the same era. Right. So technology has probably lost a little okay. bit of <laughs> well, this. <that's> <laughs> so enough. I'm sure there's loads of things you yeah. can do now, but we're just not aware of. We've done yeah. it the old-fashioned way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that's the best way, isn't it? I yeah. mean, th- those, like, the technology has an advantage, but it also has a huge disadvantage. You know, the irony is social media is actually very unsocial, you know? And, and th- what <clears> you're saying <throat> is, I mean, th- we all know that the, the best way to get a relationship started is to meet somebody in person. Absolutely. And there's yet, no substitute. Yeah. And so what you're saying is actually bread and butter for anybody, no matter what they're doing, no matter what. I mean, I'm very good with technology. I know it very, very well, and I know how to use it as an advantage. But even just, it's just common sense. Have that physical meeting, have that discussion, build that relationship, and you're off to the races. Absolutely. And, uh, it,
1: it's too easy to say no on down avenues yeah, and social media. It is. There's nothing like looking someone in the white of the eye. Yeah, yeah. And when they tell you no, you know if it's a no or yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting as well, isn't it, because like 70% of communication is non-verbal. That's as in it's body language, you know. Fantastic. So having that conversation with somebody, uh, discussing various talk points, and then you can get a little bit personal as well, you know, about family and all that good stuff. So while, you know back in the day that's probably your advantage was Absolutely. the ability that you didn't have any technology so it's just like well it's rock and roll yeah, and just... I don't think
1: it's done us any harm Yeah, because when you speak to people you often learn of, of friends you have in common or contacts you have in common mm-hmm. and the whole thing opens up mm-hmm. whereas a brief conversation on, on media you don't get that yeah. discussion offline mm. fantastic <clears throat> so let, let's
0: have a little chat about the, the London Construction Network mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a business entity as in you know, where, where is the market for London construction and property?
1: Where is it at at the moment? And where do you see it going based on your experiences? For, from what we're seeing, it, it, it's in a little bit of a lull at the moment with the, okay. the famous, not to mention the Brexit word. Of course, yeah. So with the Brexit word, word, it's a little yeah. bit of a word, a, a bit of a buzz. But yeah, I think when that gets fixed, I think it cruises on again. Yeah. But when you say it's in a bit of a lull, it's It's nothing like a recession or a recession mm-hmm. we've seen in Ireland in past years of it's just a little bit of a slowdown yeah so businesses most people find businesses still good fantastic and if you're doing business and you're doing good quality business mm-hmm. it repeats in London
0: yeah of course yeah and and wh- where do you see the market going forward so that's where we're currently at over the next three to five years what do you see as maybe some of the opportunities? what do you see as some of the maybe the um, disadvantages, obviously Brexit is up the road and all that good stuff
1: mm-hmm. but w- where do you see the, the opportunities for the London Construction Network I think in London we're always told that even when construction hit its peak in London yeah. they, they, didn't, they didn't finish off or generate enough housing to mm-hmm. cope with the demand mm-hmm. so no matter what happens in London they just struggle, construction companies struggle to meet the demand so I don't see anything slackening off in, in london at the moment okay i think it's going to go just grow i agree it's such a big market it's like its own country its own economy it is independent
0: and the demand's just going through the roof isn't true, it true it's more roof. and more people want to come to london yeah
1: okay great we, we need just look out the window here there's probably three thousand apartments being built within 100 meters of us
0: it's true yeah so if you were if you were a startup company mm-hmm. how would you get involved obviously the London Irish Construction Network is the best place to start, isn't it? Like Absolutely. It, and that's, all biases aside, if you were to use common sense and you were starting a construction company or you had a construction company that you wanted to grow, yeah. coming to the London Irish Construction Network is a no-brainer.
1: Absolutely no-brainer. Yeah, it's an absolute Absolutely. no-brainer
0: because you're going to get access to, to untapped opportunities. You're going to get access to people that don't log on Google and fill out forms, you know, and wait for somebody to call them back. You're going to get yeah. people in a room, that are of a very high calibre, and you're going to get that discussion going, and you guys are experts at making
1: those discussions organically move forward. Absolutely. Where, where else in London can you go on an evening when you're finished work? Yeah. Have a few beers, have a relax, maybe a nice venue, see a good speaker, yeah. and meet with 250 decision makers all involved in construction. Sign me up. Not <laughs> Sign me up. I'm not in construction
0: sector, but I would be there without a doubt. Absolutely. I'd, I'd be in that room and I'd be buying everybody drinks. I'd be making everybody my best friend. But, that, but that's the thing, isn't it? And that's, that's, the, that's the sweet spot that you've found, yeah. is that even if you were to go to that network and even get two or three new high-value connections, the referral opportunities from that, is just, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's referrals, are, referrals are everything. If you can get referrals coming in, that, I would take a referral over a lead all day every day absolutely
1: I think with a referral you're 50% of the way there aren't you oh of course the, the of person course. you referred to they mightn't want your service exactly that day but if you can keep that relationship hot business will come
0: yeah fantastic well you're you're all, you're also a very successful business owner you own yeah. AIS, AIS uh, electrical and security so I yeah. hope I introduced that correctly yeah and you've grown that business from nothing as well we have indeed so Tell me a little bit more about AIS.
1: I suppose a- AIS started, we, we got one job here in London, right. and, and we secured a job in the pub, as most Irish people do business. <laughs> a conversation one Christmas with, with somebody in construction over here that was a, yeah. having a problem getting a service provided to him, okay. and we volunteered, yeah, we can do that, and it just grew from there. Um, we probably have about 200 employees now. Fantastic, yeah. So it's, it's going good, business is good. And what do you, you think is the secret weapon to...
0: I know there's lots of different things, but to grow your own company, so putting the London and Irish Construction Network to one side for the mm. moment as a networking association, um, growing a business and being a business owner, what do you think are the, are, the, are the absolute
1: crucial components for that healthy, sustained growth? I think the secret is when you get a job, do it good, right. do it right. And in London, it's so big that if you do it right everybody has repeat business yeah the repeat business starts coming yeah and with that repeat business you get another new opportunity you mm-hmm. can go in there do it right mm-hmm. develop the relationship it's mm-hmm. all about relationships
0: mm-hmm. completely
1: agree completely
0: agree and and once you've got those relationships in place it's a, it's obviously a job of doing the best job possible but as you've grown out your team and you've grown out to 200 employees what do you find has been the crucial components with passing on that culture? Because you know turn turning up to a job, you know what I know, you'll do the best job you can do, everything's done to a very high standard. Mm. How do you make sure that that becomes the bloodline of the, of the company as, as a culture? How do you make sure that everybody you're bringing on and scaling with the business, how do you make sure that they know that, they understand that, and they also you know, go the extra mile the way that you know you would for customers?
1: I suppose the secret is the people, the right. people that work in your company. We, we're very lucky in that we have absolutely brilliant people mm-hmm. and, and like-minded people that think like myself and the, and Con, the other director. Mm-hmm. They think the same way as we do. Mm-hmm. So we all have the same mindset. So if, yeah. if a problem comes up in our business and you asked the five directors in the company how to fix the problem, yeah. there's a 99% chance you're going to get very similar, if not exactly the same answer Fantastic. from all five.
0: Fantastic. <coughs> and, and that's, that's an, an incredible <coughs> achievement, and that's yeah. what's accredited such healthy growth as a business and is there anything else that you feel has attributed to that is from a leadership standpoint do you feel that showing a good good example of what good looks like to your teams or do you i mean is there any other components
1: absolutely and and i suppose our employees are not just employees they're friends right okay so you treat them with respect and, and, and we always have an open door policy if we ever have a a problem with anything in the business everybody gets stuck in and we fix the problem yeah. nobody is left with a problem on their own struggling Fantastic. so we like to think it's a nice place to work yeah good it's all about nice place to work
0: yeah good yeah. at the end of the day your working life is a good percentage <clears throat> of your life absolutely so working yeah. in somewhere you don't like is going to be pretty soul-destroying gonna overall be painful, yeah. 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 yeah so okay that's fantastic well just in summary if you've obviously achieved a lot of fantastic things, grown a lot of networks, grown a lot of opportunities, grown a lot of healthy business. And been very, very talented in that area. And I think it's really important to understand, you know, would you attribute that to hard work or to luck? Because this is a dilemma I always, I always find. And I think this is a Mm -hmm. really important question to ask anybody that's been successful at anything. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've grown this fantastic network and you've grown this fantastic company but would you attribute that attribute that to hard work or to um, luck
1: I would most definitely without even thinking say it's a combination of both really because you can work hard and if you're, not, if you're not in the right place at the right time you don't get yeah. the results okay. and the other way around you can be in the right place at the right time yeah. but if you're not willing to work hard at the opportunity you get it doesn't work so it's definitely a hard combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And if,
0: again, you were to go back 10, 20, 30 years or you were speaking to um, a younger business mm-hmm. that's looking at breaking into your market, your top three tips
1: would be? My top three tips would be, what would it be? I suppose the number one would be relationships. Okay. Don't, don't go out there, make one sale, rip the customer off and be gone. Yeah. Go out there, make one sale, make a reasonable profit that you can survive on, Mm -hmm. build a relationship with the company, and there'll be lots more work out of it. That'd be my number one tip. My number two tip, I suppose, would be treat people as you'd like to be treated. Mm -hmm. Everyone on the site, no matter what they do, from from the person that brushes the floor to the person that runs the company, they're all a cog in a wheel, and without that cog, the wheel doesn't turn. So treat everybody as you'd like to be treated yourself. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. That'd be number my number two. Yeah. My number three. The first two have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm, got back a, I'm afraid number to go three. To out of gonna struggle on the third one.
0: No, I think those are fantastic answers. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. And it's interesting that you brought up a bit of cogs in the wheel. You know, yeah. treating everybody as decent human beings is what makes them want to work better Absolutely. and do a better job. And you know, if you think of a car engine, even a car engine, if it has the tiniest mechanical fault with it can cause a a, to, a total calamity Completely. if not an accident yeah you know and it's so interesting that you've identified that you said you know the the cogs in the wheel everybody is a cog in the wheel and every
1: cog in the wheel is crucial absolutely it is and so yeah, it yeah. doesn't wheel doesn't work without with one cog missing it works but it limps along with every cog working it's it's a dream it does fantastic
0: well it's been an absolute pleasure right. and i really appreciate your time
1: one last question Did oh you fire away. Future plans for the organization. Oh yes,
0: yes. What? Okay, great point. What are your future plans for the organization for the London Irish Construction Network? Where do you see it going uh, forward in the future?
1: I think we had a recent event in the Irish Embassy last month, and the Irish Ambassador described our network as operating in the premiership of networks. Oh, fantastic. So I suppose that analogy has really impressed us. Yeah. So I suppose. As you see from Liverpool and Man United, playing in the top of the Premiership takes yep. a lot of hard work. Yep. So our aim is to work hard and continue to play in the top one or two in the Premiership of networks. Fantastic. And we'll know we have total success when we're booking the O2 for one of our next events. <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> Do you care to make a prediction as to what year that might be?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> I, I suppose rather than we're into quality people and quality crowds rather than getting a thousand people and none of them get business out of it of course so because we don't have a lot of measure of success of your network it's very hard to measure but we know in our our network the biggest single transaction that happened as a result of our network was a 50 million pound transaction wow we know that there are numerous companies and when you add them all up Yep. They create tens of millions of pounds of activity between the people in our network yep. every year. Fantastic. So we know we've numbers that back up our network success. Fantastic. Sign me up.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not even in a construction company. <laughs> Sign me up. I want to be a part of it. Absolutely. No, it makes sense. And so that's where you see it going forward, is just continuing that fantastic culture, yes. uh, continuing keeping the quality very, very high, yeah. and then getting to that point where the 0 arena can be booked And you guys can pack out the place and be rocking and rolling. And we've got every construction person in London in there. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I have no doubt that you'll do that. I mean, if you take your growth curve over the past 10 years and you're at that point of of, of compounding now where it's going to get exponentially bigger. You know, it's not one, two, three. It's now four, eight, twelve. It's it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I have no doubt that you'll be doing that very, very soon. So Brilliant. I really appreciate your time today and uh, look forward to, to maybe potentially having a follow-up in, in, in a few months' time to see how things are going. Absolute pleasure. Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. That was easy. Yeah. You've done, you've done fantastic. <laughs> you've done fantastic. Very, very natural. Good job. Just uh, turn this one off as well.